Hello, my name is Jo and this is my podcast. It has a new name and a new season and a new everything really. (laughs) Um, The name is Wild Temple and that is now my work. I think we all know now, don't we, if we've been online with each other for a while, that we all have messy lives, human 2021 lives. And there was a time when we would share all the messy details with each other and some people still do and that works for them and it works for the people who are tapped into it and that's a beautiful support system so hats off to that. Um, I used to do it back in the day when I was waiting in the adoption process and, and then afterwards as well with a young baby it was so supportive to have a group of people and we just wrote every day about our lives and then coming out of motherhood and and finding ourselves again. Again, that was a powerful thing. At this point in my life, I'm less pulled to do that. How I want to use this amazing tool that is the internet now is to share a specific part of my life, a part of my life that is devotional, peaceful, healing. It fits in with all the other stuff too. You know, I'm a whole messy person, as I say. But this is what I want to focus on. Wild Temple is my work. I was told by an oak tree last week, and you can think of that what you will, but she stopped me in my tracks, literally called me over to the side of the road and told me that my work was to hold vigil because the planet's in a mess. It could go either way. And, yeah, my job is is to hold vigil, to observe, to hold space, to pray, to do ritual, to hold a healing light vibration. I can't do that every day. I've got other stuff to do, like we all have. But I can do it for moments. Sometimes I can do it for hours. But this is an ongoing task for me, and that's what I want to talk about. And I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think I'm special. I think the planet needs lots of us to do this. And if you're one of those people, then then maybe you'll find your way here. Plants are a key part of this work for me from the smallest little green leaves on the ground through to the big trees. If we've been in connection for a while, you'll know that in 2015, 2016, I did the first two levels of training with the Bark Flower, the Bark Flower Remedies, um, through the Bark Centre. And that's just for personal use. It's an introduction and a personal use level. And I didn't do their practitioner level. I instead went to the Natural Animal Centre and did a practitioner course for using flower remedies for animals. And since then I've continued to use them, continued to study them, continued to make them. And I am currently halfway through a practitioner qualification for humans. One of my very favorite things about flower essences is that you don't need to go to a practitioner. (laughs) Um, If you want to do really deep work, if you want to work through layers and layers and use many remedies, talk to somebody about having your own personal blend made up, if you have lots of questions, if you just don't have the space 
to be able to facilitate it for yourself, then yes, practitioners who have personal experience and knowledge, then great. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to help people in that respect. But the fact remains that they're here for us all. You don't even need to buy a book. You can Google Flower Remedy 4 and, and then you can get hold of them. They're so inexpensive. You can buy them on the high street. Certainly the bark remedies you can and the rest are all available online. And you can buy plants that are native to the land where you live or your, the land of your forefathers or whatever you feel drawn to. And uh, they're really inexpensive and they will last you years and they are powerful. My partner and I have been together 20 years this year and like all couples, we've worked through most of our issues by now. But there's always a couple, or one, <laughs> that you can't quite get to knit together. You're always going to butt heads. And we have one of these. It's, it's nothing titillating or interesting particularly. It's just one of those long-term, why can't we agree on this issues. Only we've never been able to quite get there because... My reaction to this topic coming up is so extreme. I am really, genuinely, I don't use this word lightly, triggered by it. I get sweaty and um, tearful. Super, super defensive. Then I'll either shout or I'll cry or I'll do both. And, and Charlie tries to calm me down and say look let's just talk about this and I can't and then he gets cross with me and why do you have to take it so personally and I'm because it is personal you know I'm sure many many of you go through this so you know that happens like once or twice a year this topic this issue will come up I have recently been able to accept the fact that I do overreact <laughs> from anybody else's point of view, that, that there is something going on with me that is out of proportion, way out of proportion with this. Um, up until very recently, as I say, I couldn't even recognise that. I thought I was completely, that it was completely valid for me to react in this way. Now I realise that it's not, but I, I, I didn't know how to get any further than that. I could see I was overreacting, but couldn't not. Now, switch topics. If you read my blog, you'll know that recently I had the revelation and realisation that I, it's extremely likely that uh, I fit the ADHD profile. And at first this was very liber liberating and it was a huge relief and I felt incredibly free and suddenly, you know, I wasn't the ugly duckling, I was actually a really good swan and... It was wonderful, but then I started to remember and I started to think back to examine, have I always been like this? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> and I started to experience really deep shame. And I could feel that that shame was stopping me growing into this. It was something that was inappropriate. It was understandable, but I needed to heal it. And so I turned to the flower remedies, uh, one that I had never used before, which is crabapple. Crabapple's vibration brings self-acceptance. It can be used for many things. Feel free to Google, as I say, it's there for all of us. Um, but I was using it for shame around the ADHD. And uh, so I started taking it. Anyway, cut to the chase. One morning I wake up and I'm thinking about this issue around which Charlie and I have the difficulty. 
I'm hypervigilant about it. So if I feel that it's beginning to bubble under, I start to get really, you know, shallow breathing. If I'm thinking about it, my heart rate goes up. And I realised that those things weren't happening. I wasn't getting that physical response. And in fact, what I was thinking was, well, look, I'm a perfectly imperfect whole person here. I'm not doing anything wrong. The same is absolutely true of Charlie. We're both good people. But the entity, we, there is an entity that is our relationship and there's a little lumpy bit in the middle that we need to be able to work together to sort it through. So mm, I have a few ideas about what I can bring to that. And as I was thinking this, there was a little voice on my shoulder going, what are you doing? What, or excuse me, or what's happening here? Where's the shame? Where's the, the fear around this? Where's the high emotion? And I just sat there and realised that it was gone. That I wasn't feeling ashamed of how this situation made me feel. And that somehow I was causing it by being broken. That feeling was gone. And I couldn't work out why. And then I remembered that overnight I had passed three days of using crab apple for something else. <laughs> but it had come to this core, deep, lifelong wound for me. And somehow shifted my perspective. And it's so easy to forget with flower essence because they're so easy to use. You drop them in your water bottle and first thing in the morning, I stick them in my tea, I stick them in my coffee. You know, I was taught this through the bag center training that it's not like homeopathy, you don't have to be precious around it. Put it in everything that vibration will, will come to you, that energy will come to you. And it just becomes part of your day and you don't realise, you forget. Now, it's not part of the textbooks that the three-day thing is a marker of any kind. That doesn't show up in any training that I've come across. But I've heard practitioners and users say again and again, three days, there seems to be a leap. And again at three weeks. And again, if you're still using it at three months. And for some people, if you find your, your key essence, your signature essence, then you may use it all your life, either continually or, you know, returning to it again and again. There will continue to be this opening up of perspective. And it will come to you in a dream or like me, you'll find yourself suddenly thinking about it and going, wait, wait, how, how am I doing this? It's almost like suddenly talking to somebody in a language that you didn't know. And you're talking to yourself. It's so powerful, but it has that quiet, wild, vibrational, subtle energy about it. What I've learned and I'm learning and will always be learning about flower essences just fascinates me. I'm so grateful for the gift they give. The plants don't grow thinking, I have this human cure here. I can embody this for humans, use me. What it seems to be is that Everything has a vibration. Everything has an energetic signature. And what, for example, if I was looking for self-confidence and I'm lacking in it, what's taken over is the shadow side of lack of confidence. If I go to Larch, the vibration, the energetic vibration of Larch is a perfect match for human self-confidence. It exists in its own right and it's for its own reasons that I may never understand but it's a match and so 
if I introduce that into my energetic field, because it's a higher vibration than lack of confidence, it will flood out that lack of confidence and replace it with this higher vibration. It's gentle and it's powerful. And it's a beautiful action of how we are all one thing. It's not anthropocentric. It's life-centric. <laughs> anyway, that was my um, wild temple moment this week. My devotional moment. I sit in devotion to those plants, to life and to that energy. And... Uh, I'm thinking about what the oak told me. It seems trees are talking to a lot of people at the moment if they're people who are sensitive to that energy. Um, I think now is a key moment. Maybe it's because here in the Northern Hemisphere it's summer and the movement, the energy of the trees and plants is all outwards. Uh, come autumn when it starts to turn in again. Here there will be other things happening and it will move to the Southern Hemisphere. But here, now... I recommend going and finding some trees. And they may not want to talk to you initially because they don't know you. If you can find a spot where you can return and just sit and feel comfortable, keep yourself open, keep your heart open, then, then maybe there'll be something for you too. I don't know how often I'm going to be doing this podcast. I'm trying to learn to work with how my mind works. I'm trying to keep the delight and the attention going alongside the devotion. And so if I feel like doing this, if I feel like leaving a voice note for you, then I will. If I feel like writing something and sharing something in the written word, then I will. Uh, maybe it'll be a photo on Instagram or a story. Who knows? Um, but it's all here in the wild temple. Um, I'm sitting and a little copse right now. I don't know whether you've been able to hear the birds. The sheep in the field. There they go. <laughs> um, the breeze and the sunlight. It's a beautiful day. So I'm going to go back and walk some more. Just sit here. Have a moment. And I hope you find some similar peace. However you like to find it in your day to day. And that maybe we can meet here again soon. Thank you so much for listening and speak soon. Bye-bye.